you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very, very special edition of Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and joining me as my very special guest today from New Jersey is Suzanne Lavoie-Salmon. Now, Suzanne is an enthusiastic traveler, seasoned writer who has a huge zest for life, which we're all going to talk about here. I've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time. By the way, it's going to be cool. Now, uh, Suzanne reminds us, and this is what I love, that we're our own inner tourism experts, and we're on our own inner tourism journeys, which allow us to expand and broaden our horizons personally and recreationally. Suzanne is a best-selling solo and compilation author who currently serves as editor, ghostwriter, and proofreader for an international publishing company. She also has a love for helping customers and guests have epic experiences, especially through communication and attention to individual needs and experiences. She has 30 years of experience in service-driven professions with a lot of expertise on the subject, I have to tell you, guys. Please help me welcome Suzanne Lavoie-Salmon to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here today and conversing with you. This is really, really fun, and it's very cool. So listeners, we've talked before. Oh, yeah. Suzanne and I have spoken before on subjects as diverse as travel and customer service. And well, Suzanne, have you begun traveling again since COVID has sort of changed? I have been. In fact, the pandemic is what had me and my mother. Um, we travel a lot together and we actually were able to check out a new place that we have wanted to go to for a long time and just never had the opportunity to. Um, it's a beach resort town in my state, Ocean City. And it was very interesting because we were gonna go actually to Lake George, New York around that time. And it just wasn't, there were a lot of issues going on and we just felt like we wanted to be closer to home and we had talked about this one place. And it was, it just opened up a whole new world for us. And it was somewhere new. And we found this amazing B&B. And it just was so family oriented there. And it, it just was amazing because if it hadn't been for when everything shut down and just wanting to find another place to go. And then we started going to some other attractions and events that we hadn't tried before. So yes, I had been getting back out there again and just so excited and thrilled to see that things are opening up again in the, in the travel world, because I love it. Mm -hmm. Yes, now was this recently when you all went to Ocean City? 
Yes, we actually had started a year ago, but we've been going several times since then. And it's great because it at certain times of the year, it's it, it's less crowded. And it's just like we we just felt so warm and welcome there and everything. So it, it was just amazing. It really was. Yes. Well, and a number of our conversations have centered around travel and the industry of travel and the experience of travel. So Suzanne, tell our listeners how you got involved in the travel industry and business. So when I was a child, around six years old, my family had brought me and my brother to uh, Lake George, New York, and we fell in love with it. And then my grandmother, my mother's mother was a very avid traveler. My mom was a flight attendant. So I, I always say it's in my blood. I was born <laughs> with that wanderlust. And you know, like my family didn't have a huge budget, but they always made sure that we had so many fun things to do. I mean, we went to Broadway plays, we went to zoos, museums, I mean, you, you name it. And we, you know, I've traveled to half of the United States. I've been to two countries, you know, over my 50 years. <laughs> and, um, you know, and of course, there's so much more that I want to do, but I've always had a passion for traveling, having experiences, meeting new people, trying new things, um, eating new meals. So it, it's just always been there. And so what happened was I had had a different profession that I went to college for. And that unfortunately did not go the way that I thought it was going to go. And it was like the universe just sent this opportunity to me. Um, I had moved to a different area and my neighbor, I had just met her and she didn't know anything about my background or anything. And she came up to me one day in the driveway and she said, um, I don't know if you're looking for a job, but my friend up the street owns a motel and she's looking for a new desk clerk. And I thought, okay, I never worked in the hospitality industry, but I love travel and tourism. So I gave it a shot. Well, I wound up being there for 13 years and, okay. uh, and it really expanded my world. And then that actually led into my writing journey, which is a big part. But what I wanted, you know, like what I'm doing now is I have started an online tourism biz where because during the pandemic, the restaurant hospitality tourism industry was hurt so bad. I mean, and now they're still dealing with staffing shortages and just so many different challenges and, and struggles. And when we were shut down, <clears throat> excuse me, in the fall of like, I'm sorry, the uh, spring of 2020, what I want, I wanted to help so badly. Like I wanted to help that industry. So every single day on my social media, I would put posts up about different places and I would put encouraging posts. I would let people know like what was out there, what was open. You know, there were so many community projects that were going on, especially with the restaurants. So every single day, you know, I'm still doing it today. Like I'm always promoting some business out there within the hospitality tourism industry. So last year, I had this idea of doing something even bigger with it. And I had this writing background <clears throat> of being an author. And I thought, you know what? Like, I just love this industry so much. So I had, and 
I was looking at a title for it, a name of the business, and this high-rise tourism came in to my into my head. And it just made perfect sense because I always love high rises when you know I lived in the city one time and I go to New York City a lot. And I just was always fascinated by high rises, skyscrapers, I mean everything. And I'm thinking about like, yes, the the buildings are so tall. But what you need to make that high rise, you need that foundation, you need, you need the support, you need the, the tools, you need a team. So with high rise tourism, it's like that's all there. And we're really, and, and thinking about it, like we construct our own personal high rises within our journey. Like we're our own inner tourism guides. And my life certainly has had many detours <laughs> many potholes, many um, areas that I didn't think I was gonna like see, but it actually all led to where I'm supposed to be. And so with my biz, I am just so excited to like bring this to a new level and helping businesses in those industries be able to construct their own high rises within customer service, within their social media and just everything to help elevate and upgrade what they bring to the customers that they serve. Okay, and then this is where your background in service and customer service in particular plays into it, right? Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. I am extremely passionate about customer service. Um, for over 30 years, I have served in any a lot of customer service oriented positions. And yeah. that was an area that I was always told that I scored high in, I was told that I just had such a way of interacting with people and making them feel comfortable and, and valued. And, you know, I was often used to help train other people in whatever job I was working in, because I just had that ability to have that empowerment to bring to people that I was training and to the customers that I interacted with. And, and thinking about with my hospitality, when I would have guests sometimes stop in at the front desk and they didn't have a reservation at that time, but they would say, oh, you know, like we're just interested in what your rooms are like. And so I didn't just show them the room. Like I gave them the story of what they would experience if they stayed at our place. And that's a big part of like what my biz is about is helping bring the story alive within the business because it's not just what it's not what about what a business has like as far as a product or a service like there's just so much more about it so when i would take guests around i would let them know like okay we're across the street from the ocean we have a deck you could in the morning sit up there with a cup of coffee and and your breakfast and look at the ocean, listen to the waves. And then we had a, an amusement boardwalk near us. And I told them about that. I told them about all of the different attractions and restaurants that were available. So when they had made the decision to either stay or, or come at another time, like they knew that they were going to have so much more than just a room. And so I take that approach in everything that I do. And especially in the biz that I'm working on and also with my writing. It's just taking that whole experience because 
with all of the technology that's out there now, and sometimes it can feel robotic. It can oh, yeah. feel a little, it, it can feel impersonal. So people want to feel valued. They want to feel like they matter, that they're special. So and being part of an experience, being part of a story with a place, that, that's a huge way of doing that. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting how you're highlighting the story, the human aspect behind these businesses, because so many of them have taken a tremendous hit in the last year and a half. And of course, as we all know, many of them have not survived the pandemic. What do you see as their biggest need right now? Well, right now they're, they're really dealing with a lot of staffing shortages mm -hmm. and, but also I think there was a morale where it, the, the morale went down because of all that was going on. And I think they're also dealing with people now because of what everybody has been through. There could be a bit more of a critical eye when it comes to when customers come into a place. And so it's more important than ever to really up the ante with customer service and making sure that when the customers enter their business and, or if it's an online biz to really, really work on that personal touch and yeah. treating each customer not as a number, you know, not a cookie cutter approach, but just that every customer that enters that business or um, signs into with an online biz that somehow or another, like they are acknowledged, they are given that personal attention. So what they're, because as I said, people now more than ever, they're looking for, is that happening? And, 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 and one thing too, like with, with businesses, like they really need to understand that everybody has been impacted by this also going through whatever else that they're, you know, people are dealing with in, in their lives. So it's mm -hmm. actually an exciting opportunity to take it to the next level, to upgrade what they're doing already. And I, I, I believe that that will draw more people okay. to there and the staffing shortages will eventually get better, but it's really too, like they, people need to feel like they can come in and feel safe because mm -hmm. a lot of times people aren't feeling safe. And so they have a place that they, like a restaurant that they could go to and they know they're going to get a wonderful meal. They know that they're going to get excellent service and, and they're, it's just going to be a place where they know that they can go in for a couple hours and just kind of get away from everything. So I see that as a, a challenge, but also it's an opportunity to, if there's things that, a business has been thinking about doing and maybe didn't feel like it was the right time. Well, now it is. Now is the right time to maybe take a, a leap of faith and think about like, could we do um, some events throughout the year? Could we maybe do an open house? So it, it's really a time right now to think about like what can be, be done. And, and that's another part of the business that I'm doing is consultation. Um, with 30 plus years and working in the industry and my own travel experiences, um, I've learned a lot, I've experienced a lot, I've implemented a lot that I could help businesses out there, you know, like what, what they could do 
to really get that customer service to such an upgraded high rise level. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. And I love the image of high rise. Now, Suzanne, I've got a couple of questions for you about your own travel experience because this has been such a formative part of your whole life. Yeah. Of all the places that you have been, that you have been, is there one that you would particularly love to go back to tomorrow? Yes, Hawaii. Hawaii, <laughs> right. There. Tell us about Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was heaven on earth for me. Mm. I went there in uh, 1997, and I went in October. It was such a beautiful, beautiful time of the year to go. And when I went there, first of all, like I just felt so welcomed, and you know, I loved it when you know, people were coming up and they were so casual of the Hawaiian shirts and everybody, you know, was saying aloha and, and uh, we got delays at, at the airport. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I was able to, there was something really like magical about there because mm-hmm. I did some things that, you know, got my adventurous spirit going. Like I took two helicopter rides and one was literally right over Mount Kilauea. And our pilot got actually close enough to the top where we could see the lava bubbling. (laughs) You know, that's when you're praying that, you know, this helicopter better keep going, you know, but it was so, it was so exciting just to be above something like that. And then the other helicopter ride was in uh, Kauai and we actually went by the area where they filmed Jurassic Park and all these amazing waterfalls and I mean, the greenery over there and it, the palm trees and I went to luau's and, and I mean, it, it was just such an amazing place. I remember I rented a um, convertible and I went down this big highway. It was next to the ocean and I literally felt like I, I was in heaven. It, it was just amazing. I stopped by this fruit stand and had the most amazing fruit and vegetables. And so, and I'm always telling my friends who haven't been there said, you've got to go. It's got to be on your bucket list because mm. I would go back there in a heartbeat. I just absolutely loved it. And I watch all the TV shows that have to do with Hawaii. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, it sounds like fun. Yeah. And uh, listeners, New Jersey is a, a colder climate than yes. Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Now, Suzanne, question for you, a follow-up question. Of all the places that you have not been, if you could go someplace tomorrow that you've never been before, where would you go? Switzerland. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I love mountains and I have just seen so many documentaries to do with Switzerland and I, I want to go there so badly. And I did some skiing in, in the past and I'd love to see the slopes and um, the cheese and everything, you know, that's so, you know, it's just so reminiscent of Switzerland, but yes, I would love to go there. Ah, beautiful. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. Yeah. I just had to ask because we were talking about travel. Yes. So Suzanne, you are a a long time author, not just a traveler, but you have been involved in the writing world and in publication of books as both a solo author and in a compilation. So let's spend some time talking about this because it's such an integral part of your life. What was the first book that you ever published? And and tell us a little bit about that journey. So my first 
compilation book that I participated in was in 2016. And then my solo book, um, that's really like where my journey went even further. It was called Night Shift with a K. Mm -hmm. And it's the first of a series. I have the second one that is going to be coming out soon. Um, So I've done two other compilations as well. But Night Shift is actually extremely it, it tells the story, like it's fiction, but it's based and inspired by a lot of my professional and personal experiences. Um, to give a little background into my writing journey, I started writing as a kid. Um, I was often hospitalized with childhood asthma. So I would spend a couple weeks in the hospital at a time, and then I would come home and have to recover. And I just needed something to keep me occupied. And And I just started writing things down and then this continued going into like going into like high school, I would keep writing and writing. I mean, I would write stories and, and, and when I had to do essays, I loved essays. And so, and then when I got into college, the writing just continued to, to grow and I loved it. And I just looked for any opportunity to write. And then there were, you know, a couple little projects that came along that I could be published in. And I always had a dream of writing a book. And I was an avid reader myself. I still am to this day. I mean, I'm always reading a book, Mm -hmm. but I always had a dream of having my own book. So I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to write about. And then after working in hospitality for all the years that I did, and then also I had gone through so many changes and uh, so many different rebuildings and reinventions in my own life that I thought about that I thought about writing a series based on how something big in my life that happened and then I got led into hospitality and how that changed my life in many ways and expanded it. So that's the basis of my main character. Her name is Sage Knight. Every title with the book is going to have night in it somehow. And the last name is very significant to me because when I think about a night, it's not just the, you know, the, the night on the horse. It's like, it, it's a warrior spirit. And yes. my main character, and just again, with myself, like get, being that warrior and being willing to go up against so much of what had happened and being able to conquer that and with sage i use the first name because she has so much wisdom to draw on because of everything she had been through and um you know so like i tried to make the character name into something that was so spirited about the actual character and she evolves she's on her own inner tourism journey because she's trying to find herself recreate herself reinvent herself and while she loves what she's doing she still has to conquer a lot from her past and you know things way way back in the past and then a recent past so she's always having to slay those dragons along the way and then it just shows how she's able to keep rebuilding and building that own personal high rise and the detours that happened in my second book, there was a big, big detour that happened in her life that she was not expecting. But again, it's all helping that process of evolving. So the, 
and when I'm writing a book about being a writer, and I've shared this with people because I've gotten asked about it, they, they I, I say being a writer is to me like the best way of being your authentic, unapologetic self. I mean, I can be who I want to be. I can say what I want to say. Nobody's hanging over me. Like, why did you say that? You know, like what is wrong? And and I, I, I feel free. I just feel so free when I'm writing and, and not just with the book writing, but when I'm blogging or, you know, when I'm creating something for a publication, I'm like, this is my time that I can get that authentic self out there. And it, it's just a, a freedom for me to be able to do it. Yeah, I love that. that. That's that's very resonant. So for every listener that is an author themselves, and I know a number of you are or considering it, that that's really powerful because you can say whatever you want to say. And in fiction, you can make it all up, which is really cool too. I love that. A lot of that. fun. Some of the scenes I created in my first one, it, it's it's fun. It really mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is fun. It's a fun way to, to create. And for you, Suzanne, it clearly represents freedom. And tell us a little bit about the night shift. Is it available? And, and can people purchase this right now? Yes, it's available on Amazon. And it's available as a hard copy and also an ebook. Okay. Beautiful. And that's Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T with the warrior spirit. All right. Yeah. So this is fun. Now, this is part one of a series I thought I heard you say, right? Yes. Yes. The The second book, um, it's been edited and everything. It's just I'm doing a couple weeks on it. I got a cover. And uh, so, yes, it's going to be launch soon. And I've had so many people ask me about when the next one's coming out. Yeah. So this is exciting for me. Okay. Well, how about if I join the queue of people to ask you when the next one's coming out? When, when is the next one coming out? I am targeting for December, December. but if it doesn't, then it would be January. Okay. And what is the title or the working title of the new book? Falling into the night. Falling into the night. All right. And night with a K. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. No, I love it. All right. Yeah, Wonderful. night shift, the first one of falling into the night. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I love that. So part two of a series. I love it. Okay. So Suzanne, I want to come back to the idea of an inner tourism journey, which is something that we've talked about a little bit here on the show. What does this involve to you? What, what is someone's inner tourism journey? And what does that look like? When people are thinking about, well, thinking as a, a young person, maybe considering what they're going to do after school and whether that be going to a college, a, a trade school or, or freelancing, solopreneur, anything like that. And so I think about it like if you're going on a trip, you have a destination in mind and you think like, okay, this is where I want to go. And you're packing and getting everything ready or essentials and and it may be even like researching for an itinerary so you're thinking about okay planning a trip and all of the prep that you have to do and it's the same if you're planning a big goal in your life so if you want to go to college you're going to be applying you're going to be checking out different schools taking trips there and and looking at everything so it's like with that being in your own inner tour guide and 
just thinking about like when you're planning and, and if you go, if you've been on a tour with, with a guide, I mean, the guide is a, a lot of times the, the expert on what, whatever it's going to be. And that person is pointing out all different aspects of whatever it is that you're exploring. So when you're planning a goal and when you've got something in mind, that's what you're doing. Like you're looking at all those things about you. Why do you want to pursue this goal? Now, the, <laughs> the challenge though, is we can have a goal or a destination in mind, but we don't always anticipate those big orange signs with arrows saying detour <laughs> in our lives or, uh, or a blockade or some other obstacle that we weren't expecting. And it could be maybe that the college we wanted to go to, we didn't get accepted at, or maybe a, a goal that we wanted to try, like maybe a, a business that we wanted to do didn't work out quite that way. So, and the same with a trip, if you're planning a trip, it sometimes we just can't get to where we want to be, but then maybe we wind up somewhere else that's even better than what we thought. So being that inner tour guide is constantly, it's okay to plan, but also allowing for those detours. It's, it's allowing for the unexpected and just possibilities that maybe weren't even being considered. Because if you're setting out on a trip, I mean, you, and it's a place that you've never been to, you don't even know what you're gonna see along the scenery. So it really expands, it expands your world. And the same with planning a goal. I mean, you're going to come across things that you maybe never have confronted before. And, and it can be scary. It really can be scary. But with, think about it, like you're the expert on your own life. And think about like being a tour guide, that that person who's guiding the tour knows all about whatever it is that you're taking the tour about. You know your own life. And you're the expert tour guide on your own life. So you have to constantly keep in, keep in touch with yourself to know like, what is it that is gonna, is gonna best serve me so I can be a best service to other people. And it, it's something that took me quite a long time to figure out like, okay, like what is it that, what is my inner tour guide telling me? Like, what is it that I feel that I can be my best self at and also do that for other people? And for me, it's been the writing and it's involved the, the travel, that those are my two biggest passions. And I tried other areas, other industries, and I've learned so many wonderful things from them, but it, it just wasn't part of my tour. <laughs> it wasn't part of the tour right. to be there for a long time. So it's really just like, it's an everyday journey. It really is. And it's never going to, to stop. It's just, you, you, I mean, they're always going to be detours, but they can lead to the most beautiful destinations that you weren't even aware that they were out there. Right. That's very true. You never know what lies ahead. Right. Could be a pothole, could be smooth sailing. <laughs> we don't know. We just don't know. So yeah, Suzanne, I love the, it's a very resonant question. What is your inner tour guide telling you? And for you, it's writing and travel. So forward looking question for you. What's your next trip? Do you have one planned? I've 
yeah, there are a couple places I would love to go to. Um, one is I would love to see Mount Rushmore. I've never mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. Um, another is, um, I, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Ma- Ma- Mackinac Island in Michigan. Right, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. I, I've just always been fascinated there. They have this huge Christmas place over there that I really want to see. So okay. those are definitely two places. And New Orleans. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, yes. Ah, uh, yes. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. My mom's Beautiful. been there. I have him. She says okay. you would never want to leave. <laughs> you'll love it. I just know it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll you you would love New Orleans for sure. Uh, th- that's a lot of fun. Now, Suzanne, we've talked about several different things. We've talked about your career and your journey as an author, also as a, a solopreneur in the hospitality and travel industry. Now, tell us a little bit more about how people can get a hold of you if they'd like more information, either about your books or about your company, High Rise Tourism. Where can people reach you? Sure. My my website is www.highrisetourism.com. And there is a link on there if you want more information or considering even working with me, there's a a link to book a discovery call with me. Um, There's also my email, which is Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E at highrisetourism.com. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, I have my um, one page is Suzanne under Suzanne Lavoie Salmon. And then there's my writing business page under Suzanne Lavoie. So you can reach me that way as well. Beautiful. Okay. And then it's highrisetourism.com and email Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E at highrisetourism.com also on Facebook. And this, this is great because it's a great way for people to reach out. And again, there's a link, right? That people can book a free discovery call with you. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, it sounds like people in the hospitality industry, those that are working with you in high-rise tourism have got to be very, very grateful for your presence and your services. Yeah. You know, people just, they love the fact that when I go into a place it's a relationship building a connection yeah relationship for me it's not just going in Mm -hmm. to like give a review or something like that it's i i just really like to look again at that whole story Mm -hmm. of the place yeah yeah it it is a story and we're all involved in our story and we're our own inner tour guides which is a very very cool very very profound image. So Suzanne, I've learned a great deal and I've had a lot of fun here with you on the show. Before we wrap up, what else would you like to leave our listeners with? I want to encourage all of the listeners to, to go after your dreams and, and mm-hmm. to take those leaps of faith, plan those trips, and but also be open. It, there's there, there's a freedom in being able to rebuild and reinvent and also like just exploring, like there is, doesn't always have to be a plan. It, it just could be like taking life one day at a time, letting it flow, but putting those intentions out there about something that you want to do. Like when I said years and years ago that I wanted to write my own book, you know, now there's five of them 
out there, you know, <clears throat> well, soon to be five. And, All right. and I mean, it's just gone above and beyond what I would have even thought. So, and, and just having that speaking it out loud, writing it down and, and just go, allowing yourself to really, again, listen to that inner tour guide within you. Where is it directing you to? Where are you feel like you're being led to want to do the most in? I mean, and don't ignore it because sometimes something we think might be good for us. It, it could be that big orange sign again saying detour and it's trying to lead you ultimately to where you are supposed to be. So always be aware of those signs that are indicating that this should be the path that you're taking, that you need to be taking. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it all comes down to that awareness, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, beautiful, I love that. Okay, well, Suzanne, thank you so much for joining me here today on the show. This has been a real pleasure and I'm happy that we got the opportunity to have this conversation. Me too. I thank you so much for having me here. It's been my pleasure, guys. And this has been Suzanne Lavoie-Salmon here on Decide to Transform. Thank you all for joining us and have a great day.